No ketchup. No ketchup. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Ketchup Sports Talk via Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Little. Bears recap week nine. Take a close L in Pittsburgh, 29-27. I'm here with Eli Cabron, Big Nick the Quick. What's going on, fellas? Goodness. Doing well. Hey, it, it was they showed a little fight, which I liked. It was uh it could have got ugly. There was a there was a stretch where I'm like, this game is gonna look just like Pittsburgh. And they're going to run away with this, and this is going to be a really, really rough go. But they showed a lot of fight. Second half, Justin Fields looked great. Eli, we'll start with you. How'd you feel about the game to start, to close, and and how it finished up? Yeah, I had the same thoughts as you, as that this was going to be another primetime embarrassment for the Bears. We've seen a few of those in the last few years. Uh, but that second half was just bonkers. We haven't had a second half crazy like that, I feel like, uh, since the beginning of last season, those those comebacks against Detroit and Atlanta. Um, I feel like every other game has gone kind of according to plan, but this one kind of went off the rails. Uh, my two takeaways were one, the offense. We saw a real offense in the second half. We saw Justin Fields uh, with some RPOs. We saw some Wildcat with with Mooney and Montgomery in the backfield. We saw some creativity uh, out of the Bears' offense for the first time in seemingly forever, which is great to see. And second, that the officiating problem in the NFL is horrendous, and these this shit has to get cleaned up. There were like five blown calls that all happened to go against the bears. And I'm not making excuses. The, the bears lost, but the, the officiating is a joke and that needs to be fixed immediately by the NFL. Big Nick. Yeah. So I know, uh, I know our Monday recaps a little bit, usually a little bit more serious here on Monday, but it is Tuesday. So I feel like I got to start out by saying this shout out my boy, Mike Tomlin. I had to, I had to see it twice. To, I had to see it, I had to see it twice to believe it. I wasn't looking the first time the Steelers punted. I was just listening. I was like looking away at something, and I heard them say the pre- punter's name, Presley Harvin the third. I was like, wow, that must be a white dude with just like a real black sounding name, kind of like Cassius Marsh. Then I see the second time he comes Cassius out. Marsh, yeah. Then I see the second time he comes out, and I see that Presley Harvin the third is a black punter. So shout out Mike Tomlin for going out and getting the black punter. You know what I mean? Putting people in position of power. He's a rookie. Dude is huge. Um, I just love to see it, man. So shout out Mike Tomlin, man. We always celebrate the black quarterbacks, black head coaches, black GMs. So shout out Mike Tomlin for finding the unicorn, the black punter. <laughs> sure. So I had King, yeah, but the Raiders did him bogus. Right. Man. Yeah. We hope, we hope that uh, Presley Harvin the third stays in the league, man. So shout out Mike Tomlin, man. He's a real one for that. Um, yeah. So I was just like you guys. The game started. I'm like, here we go again. We're not blocking anybody. Play calling looks suspect. Justin Fields looks suspect. Let's keep it real. He's overthrowing some receivers. He looks flustered in there. It just seems like it's going to be another one of those games where the Bears kick our ass. We already knew that we were at a disadvantage from a coaching perspective. We already knew that we were at a disadvantage from a talent perspective heading into this game. Steelers have some absolute monsters on the line, whether it be Watt, whether it be Hayward, whether it be some Minka Fitzpatrick back there at safety. We just kind of knew we were in for a long one. And it just looked like, honestly, what Edder say, 38 to 3? It was looking that way, right? I was ready to flip the Bulls game onto the main TV. I, I was done with the Bears. Um, especially after that Hayward interception. Great play by Hayward. I know it's not 100% on fields, but also it was a low thrown ball. Threw it right to him, right? So great play by uh, Cam Hayward there. And it just looked like it was going to be another one of those days. Um, flip to the second half of the game, man. Justin Fields, 12 of 18, 228 yards and one touchdown. 
and a ton of heart. I thought they came out in the second half and particularly the fourth quarter, heading into the fourth quarter, down 14. Again, you never see the Bears show up in these spots. I can't tell you the last time we've seen the Bears show up in these spots. So win or lose, it was one of the more exciting games I've seen in a while, again, especially in the fourth quarter. Some of those throws that he made were high-level throws. The touchdown to Moody, Mooney, the uh, the seam route to Robinson, up the middle to Komet, right? You, you take your pick at some of those throws. Those are high-level throws and the types of things that we haven't seen in the Bears' offense in a long time. Just the fact that we were in a position to win that game and that he didn't quit after how bad the first half went, right? After how bad some of the protection issues were, after who he was facing, right? Like, I, I just think that to me, um, and I said in the group chat last night, like, I don't care about, I care about wins and losses. I would have liked to see him get away with a win in that because I think it would have done a little bit more for his confidence than obviously having a performance like that and coming away with an L. But at the same time, man, if we're here as fans looking at this and the number one thing that we're focused on is Justin Fields' development, this is a huge, huge W for Justin Fields' development. You now have two games that you can go back to with Justin Fields, sit down, go through the mistakes, and begin to improve on as you head into this bye week. So from that perspective, it's a huge W, right? There is a lot that you can clean up, but the fight that they showed, the the quit that they didn't show, right, and other times when, again, we've seen the Bears roll over or just not be able to put up a fight for whatever reason, lack of talent, lack of execution, whatever it is, they were making plays in the second half. I'll even give it to Nagy or Laser or whoever called the Wildcat uh, to Darnell Mooney. What a play call. What a play call, right? You don't see it like that. The touchdown pass to Mooney. What a play call. What a throw by Fields. Um, so I felt great about it. Look, we knew this defense is sus. And for the second week in a row, our defense is extremely sus in a time where they could step up and make a play, right? Roethlisberger could do whatever he wanted to in the fourth quarter against our defense when we had a chance to win. But, man, the fight that they showed, the development that field showed, the way that I feel heading into the bye week, record aside, you, I don't think you could ask for anything more but the W, but I'll take it. I think, too, it's this is now back-to-back weeks we've seen Fields do this, right? He looked really good last week. Now we come in, and he looked really he looked really good in the second half this week. 336 total yards from Justin Fields yesterday. That is something that I wasn't expecting to see against this tough D on Monday night. For his first Monday night primetime start, I thought it was, it'll go down. The momentum in the NFL is so real. Like we, we, just like you said, Nick, to close that game like that, have a real shot to win and then taking that into the bye week instead of imploding and playing and finishing the game like we did against Tampa Bay and just getting destroyed on the road. The, the, it's, it's, you know, we don't do more victories, but some more victory. <laughs> like that's what, like as simple as that, like that's what it was. Right. So I was, uh, I was happy to see that. I was happy to see us need seven points, go down and get seven points. Like simple as that. Like just like any other NFL team there. I think us as Bears fans in that spot, we get the ball and we need seven points. We're like, this is dead. Yep. When on, when on a, like a majority of the league, they they think their team can go down and score. We we haven't thought that. They went down and proved that they could, and I was very encouraged by that for it, Fields to stack it two weeks in a row. And I don't want to hear they they alluded to on the broadcast, and I've seen it on Twitter. Like, look, if you watch the Bears every week, the, I don't want to hear that we left too much time for Roethlisberger. We're not an offense that can pick and choose when we yeah. score. 
Which yeah. I'm sorry. Hey, if the opportunity to score is there, I don't care if you're leaving three minutes or a minute and 40 like we left them. I don't care. If the opportunity for this offense to score is there, we are not an offense that can pick and choose and get cute when it comes to taking the ball over the pylon. I don't want to hear it. So I, I don't care how much time we left them. I am fine with that. I, I, there's plenty to blame Matt Nagy for over the last three and a half years, but I'm not going to blame them for coming down and scoring as quick as they did um, against the Roethlisberger. So I just want to get that out there. And real quick, before I get back to you, Eli, I want to say this. I think the game was stolen from us. I think we should have won the game. Like if you, yeah, if, I mean, you look at whole, the, yeah. if you look at the whole game in its entirety, we got screwed on some really, really, really massive spots. I'm talking about okay. They took off four points on that first touchdown with the the low block where he didn't yeah. even touch him. Well, f- first of all, it was a it was an absolute terrible attempt at a block, and then the it, it was a failed attempt at a block, and then we got called for the low block that didn't even happen. And also, if every fucking scoring replay is reviewable, then look at the whole play. Why right. is it? Why is it half? You could you could review half the play, but a low block's not like what? What are we talking about here? Yeah, is it a touchdown or is it not? A if, is it a touchdown or not? Did he? Did he? Is it a foul or not? If we if we can review the whole thing, and they brought and I love that ESPN brought up like the light up box where like so you can see the like exactly where the where yeah, it happened was- where it took place. So that's the thing, man. If we're gonna review it, review it. I don't understand these nuances where. We want to really get it right, so let's get it. Re- let's review it. But oh yeah, we can't look at that part. We don't want to find. Some, we don't want to find some other shit because their argument is going to be like, well, then we could start looking for holdings on 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 some of these plays and all this shit. But to your point, it doesn't matter if you're going to no, look no, at it. No, but if it's not, it, if it's not, call, if it's called or not, call, yeah, this is the thing: if you call something, it should be under review. If you miss the call and don't call it, then I'm not saying go back and start throwing flags. I'm saying you decided to throw the flag. Let's go review it on a touchdown scoring play. Like, what's the, there's no difference in him getting two feet down or not. It's, it's, yeah, I, I don't understand. So they, you, we, yo, we get four points taken off the board there. Then we get enough. Then we get, then, uh, the, the ending play with Marsh adds the three points. We're talking about it. Yeah. We can, like, a, a t- we're talking about a whole the touchdown. Late hit, hit, hit on fields. Yeah. And I, I know mean, you said, I saw you said on Twitter that the Minka Fitzpatrick's not a penalty, but guess what? In a lot of situations no. in the NFL, it's called as a penalty. No. You can't tell well, me that you've never seen that called. I, I, you can't tell me that that's never called. You can't tell me that's never called. And the PI, the PI on Jalen Johnson on the last drive, that was a 40-yard chunk play, which I I mean, I personally don't like the NFL rule of PI being at the spot of the foul. I think it should just be 15 yards because it's ridiculous. Like, why did the Steelers get 40 yards for a good defense? But that wasn't pass interference. The, the, the receiver pushed off on Johnson. So, like... Yeah, there was like six calls that all went against the Bears. I mean, it, it was massive spot. It was bad. It was Huge all yeah. Yo, Nick, I'm gonna tell you this. Listen, Justin, I I don't know if he had a brain lapse or what, but he half decided that he wanted to lower his shoulder and yeah. try to pick up whatever whatever was there, and he got his ass popped. That's fine. Like hey, the, that's he and, and that's, he was and he was clearly in bounds. If it's you're fine. gonna lower your shoulder, lower it or get out of bounds. That's not if a penalty. That, if that happens to Josh Allen, that's a if the flag is thrown. And in no. plenty of situations, the flag is thrown there. I'm sorry. You think it is just, what it is. You think he wasn't getting respect on some rookie shit, like even with the other roughing. Yeah, and, and maybe Josh but there's certain court there's quarterbacks in the league who are getting that call that you can't tell me that they're not. 
You saw that. If that happens to Roethlisberger, the flags are out yeah. all over the place. But you I saw that last drive. You saw Mike Pereira's throwing a flag. <laughs> he slid real quick on that last drive. He was like, I'm going to get down. Now yeah. I'm going to get. Yeah. It was not a smart decision at all. I didn't know what he was doing. You, 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 quarterbacks should never lower their shoulder. Like, just don't do it. Just get out of bounds. It's not worth it to take the hit. Well, um, especially, especially not on the sideline. Especially, yeah, yeah, exactly. Out of bounds is right there. You're not going right. to bowl over Minka Fitzpatrick. You know what right. I mean? Just not so, on the sideline. Yeah, like, make yo, the right if you, decision. If you're trying to pick up an extra couple in the middle of the field, all right, That's cool. One thing, if you're but... right there on the sideline, go ahead and get out. step out of bounds. Get out. Step out, Because man. when Minka saw him lower his shoulder, he was, he, he he was smiling ear to ear. Yeah, you serious? He couldn't wait. He's like, oh, my goodness. And I think this is also – remember how we were talking about – um Justin, like, man, this is the NFL. Like, maybe I can't do what I just did. I think he, like, had a little lapse where he's like, yeah. let me just lower my shoulder on this little guy from Rutgers, and I'll, I'll, he'll tap me, and I'll go out of bounds. He nah. felt he felt minking. You saw how he, he went up in the air? It's a big guy from Alabama that's <laughs> been in the NFL for a while now. Look, look sure. yeah, yeah, no, 100%, man. But, I mean, either way, regardless of how you saw that one, there are plenty of other opportunities as far as calls go in which the Bears just got absolutely hosed. Like, again, the, the, the missed, the missed uh, roughing the passer on Justin Fields. That's called all the time. Yeah, all that the was time, a bad one. Right? I, I don't it know was how called on, it was called spot. on Mario Edwards earlier in the game. It was the that's exact same play. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, the, the Marsh thing, you can look at it however you want to. The league has been calling these every week. We talk about these taunting penalties, and the league's been calling them every week. Just make the tackle, get up, and turn around at this point. Like, that's all I would say. At this point, make the tackle. Get up and just turn around because they are going to call anything, especially on defensive players. It's really aimed at defensive players doing anything after they hit somebody. So if that's the case, just get up and turn around. I don't like the call. I really don't like it in that spot. Like I do think you have to time and place does matter, right? And if that situation on third and eight and that pivotal moment of the ball game to throw that flag, like you really have to really want to throw that flag in order to throw it. And then you hip check the guy. Like let's yeah. talk about that. Right. I hope Tony Coretti or whatever his name is, he should be getting a fine, a suspension, or whatever it is that a player gets for doing that. Never, never gonna happen. It's never gonna happen, but he absolutely hip checked him. I mean, I've watched right. the replay like 50 times. He's literally hip checks the guy. He was pissed about the, whatever happened. So yeah, on Marsh, look, young player, you can't make that mistake. But again, there were so many other spots in which the Bears get an awful officiating left and right. Every time the Bears did something, flags were thrown. Meanwhile, on the Steelers side, they weren't, nothing was being thrown against them. Nothing. There's no way in the NFL calls should ever be that lopsided. If we're going to talk about penalties, though, can we mention that Robert Quinn lined up offsides two plays in a row on the final drive of the game? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, what is going on? I could not believe that he did it a second time. He just stood there. You could see on the ESPN telecast he's on the line of scrimmage. Like, that was ridiculous. I I, I got really upset there. But. Bears 12 penalties for 115 yards, Steelers 5 penalties for 30. That, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, the fact that we had 12 for 115 and then two turnovers and had a, a real chance to win the game and probably should have won it if you pull out all the stuff w with the referees, it's... Not even all of it. If you pull it all out, we're... Right. we're, 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 yeah, we, we're the game in the fourth hold was the difference, yeah. right? Yeah, so yeah. I do want to talk about this because I think... I think it's getting to a point where Justin has a connection with Cole Komet and he has a connection with Mooney. And I don't know. I don't, I, I hate saying that quarterbacks don't look for guys because I don't know if 
how necessarily true that is. Like, there's too much shit going on. Like, the whole Odell and Mayfield thing, like, he's not deliberately dropping back, yeah. looking Odell's way, and like, oh, nah, nah, I'm not nah, getting him the ball. No way, well, I throw the ball to that guy. Yeah, it's, it's just, like, not happening. Yeah, right? I, don't, I, don't, yeah. I really don't believe that stuff is happening. But I'll say this. The, the, ball, the ball tends to get to Komet quite a bit when, when Justin's now dropping back there. He looks for Mooney. It's really, it's really encouraging to see Komet. And we were always talking about this. It wasn't about Komet being whack. He just he wasn't even getting on the field. They just weren't using him. They weren't using him. Just flat out weren't giving him the ball. There were so, games last year he was getting like three or four snaps. You'd look it up, and we right. come and talk about it. Like, yeah, I think the kid has talent. When he when he plays, it looks good. Like last night, like absolutely. And he, when he got hit in the back, I was like, oh, he's gonna be down for sure. He popped right up. He's yeah. big. He's strong. He's got good hands. So that is very encouraging. It was also encouraging to see Montgomery back. Doing his thing, so it was not you encouraging notice, to see Jimmy Jimmy Graham not make that catch. Yeah, that was a bummer. Tough Did you notice that they they bumped Damian Williams down to the bottom of the depth chart? Khalil was getting those second team running back snaps. Yeah, like, yeah. We don't need we don't need a veteran that's not going to get vaccinated. We can yeah, <laughs> no, it's true though. It's true. He's immunized. And, immunized. Yeah, and this yeah, guy is yeah, and we got this dude under contract for a little longer, and he's going to be cheaper. Yeah, so way cheaper. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Develop exactly. Leo Herbert, dude. You talk about it all the time. Don't pay running backs. Just keep developing cheap ones. I'm telling you, man. I <laughs> hey, would not pay Montgomery, Khalil Herbert. Your turn. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yo, I, as, as as fucked up as it sounds, yeah. I'm not. That's exactly what I would do. Draft him in the fourth round every year. You will I, find I, a good I, running back in the fourth round every year. Dude, I would never pay a running back over <laughs> over a million dollars. Like, like I'm dead serious. Simple as that. There's so much more money that can be distributed in better spots on the squad. So you feel pretty good going into the buy then, Nick. Overall, I, I feel good. Um, I mean, yeah, this. I mean, this team is trash, right? No, I don't feel. I don't feel good because the offensive line is such an area of concern that any game can go the way that the Browns game went. Now, a lot of that was aided by terrible play calling. But again, they have the potential. So the biggest, the biggest hindrance, the two biggest hindrances to his development are Matt Nagy and the offensive line. And those two things for right now aren't going anywhere and aren't improving. Right. So that is always going to be an issue. But as far as his confidence, again, we talked about it last week. Sometimes you just have to see the ball go in the net. The ball went in the net a lot for him, even a lot more than even last week. Last week, we just saw some signs of encouragement. Right. This week, we saw the ball go in the net. He was throwing dimes. He was making plays. He was making chunk plays, right? Again, the seam down to Allen Robinson, we haven't seen that in years in this side of town, right? So, um, yeah, I'm encouraged by that. But I'm not like, oh, man, we're going to come out to buy firing because, again, the personnel issues at, at core positions, the offensive line still exists, and the head coach still has no fucking idea what he's doing. But I'm encouraged by the fact that Justin Fields should feel good about himself as an NFL quarterback and that we are seeing signs towards development. Everything, I can't say it enough, everything about this year, everything about this summer, everything from the day you said the Bears select Justin Fields, what was it, 12th pick? Did you select Justin Fields? 11th. Should be about developing Justin Fields. So as we head through the bye, sit down with him, go through the mistakes, go through the missed throws. What were you seeing here? Was it something where you got flustered and just made a bad throw? Is it something physical? Is it something mental? Let's go through that. Let's work on that. Because now you can show him positive stuff. Before, you're just showing him running for his life and on his ass. And that's still happening. But, again, you have 
a good body of film to work with in which you can sit down with him and go through the mistakes if you are a competent coaching staff, which we hope there's still some ounce of that left in these people in that building. But I don't trust them. But again, yeah, I feel I feel long, long story short. I know it's a long winded answer. Yes, I feel somewhat confident, but no, the same problems are still there. So it's a halfway. Yeah, I mean, we knew going into this season that the Bears had one of the toughest schedules in the league, and that's playing out. I mean, that they are going up against good teams every week, and they're not getting wins. But like you said, the the main development of Justin Fields is the key, or the key of this season is the development of Justin Fields, and we're seeing progress week after week. And the more if if we get playmakers back on defense, Khalil Mack, Alec Ogletree, Eddie Jackson. I mean, they're not they're not the players we necessarily thought they were, but a few difference makers here or there, these games are close enough that those could be wins. And the more rapport he gets with Allen Robinson, the more rapport he gets with Darnell Moody, the better Justin Fields will be. Hopefully the offensive line solidifies. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously coming into the bye, you would have hoped for more than three wins. But the way that the, I feel like the, the Bears are on an upward trajectory because of the fact that Fields is developing. 100%. And this is the thing for me. He easily could have shriveled up on national TV. In the second half, the season's not going very well. He doesn't have much support from the offensive scheme in itself. And he hasn't, like you said, he doesn't have a lot of help from the offensive line. But he didn't shrivel. He kept plugging away. He kept doing his thing. He kept trying to make big throws. So that was the, that's the most encouraging spot. Yeah, man, you know where we're at or you know where I'm at. Clean everybody the fuck up out of here and keep Justin Fields and build everything around him and, and, and make it work. So three and six is, I mean, I guess where I thought we'd be going into the bye, but we usually could have won that game last night. And I think it's more just about what, you know, what this reminds me of Eli, this is the exact spot we were in last year when we were like, yo, we need to lose the rest of the games and we need to get, and we need to get Nagy up out of here and go get a, and and figure out our quarterback situation. And then we'll come back next year and, and full go. And then they started winning games left and right. Right, but I last year I disagree the, with that. Yeah, I, I just go ahead. last year the schedule was the Jaguars, the tight or the Vikings, sure. the Lions. We come out of the bye. I mean, we still have the Lions, I guess, but we still have Baltimore, Green Bay, Minnesota. We have a lot of national TV games for some reason. Like the the Bears' schedule is not going to get much easier, and they're not. I mean, I don't think they're going to rally the way they did last year. But yeah, it has that kind of similar vibe. I feel. But like. it's just a similar feel. Like the, the the team overall is in no man's land, and then and and but the only difference is now so we, we have, have so the hope that we exactly. have exactly. Well, and also the wins don't hurt as much, right? The whole point of last year was don't win a bunch of games and then with the twentieth draft pick, which we did, right? <laughs> so because we want to get a quarterback. Now that we have the quarterback, the wins again. Yeah, I'd love to get the higher the draft pick, the the, the, the better, but. It doesn't hurt as much. It doesn't take us out of that running of what we really need. Like, so I'm fine with it, man. I think well, the wins well, are good we, but we, but we really need a new coach and GM, though. Do you understand? Like, let's yeah, not forget that. This that, team's that's... not going to win enough games for the look, man. I think Ryan Pace is safe. I'm going to go ahead and say that. I think I, I just feel like Ryan Pace is safe, but I don't think that Nagy's probably done. It's probably over with for Matt Nagy at the end of this. So it is what it is, man. But <laughs> you say that there was a classic Nagy last night with uh. The play call came in late. They had to burn a timeout, and then they come out of timeout with a legal, a legal formation. Yeah. Great work, everybody. <laughs> Great work, everybody. Exactly. The only thing that was missing was the, was the personal foul afterwards. Right. No, but it's, for but it's for, but like we laugh, but it's, it's really for real. 
Yeah, it's, it's all stuff it's that so could funny. be cleaned up in yeah. discipline and, and stuff that lands at the head coach. Like, you can't come out, can't get the play in, we get a delay, and then you come out and you're not lined up correctly. And then on defense, we got folks lining up offsides. Just look at the fucking ball down the line <laughs> and move back. Like, it's really Yo, not that hard. For a linebacker? Like, the play before? Yeah, then you he, get another one the very next play. It's you just line like, up offside. You, like, you feel like the next play, you might like look at the ball and figure out where the line of scrimmage is. Yeah, so it was. Uh, it's encouraging the way they closed out. I love what Justin Justin is doing. I saw a couple tweets about his body language. Um, I'm not trying to hear any of that. I did say that he looked a little flustered that one time when he was on the bench, but I think overall his his spirit and his energy is up. You could tell when he threw that TD to Mooney, he was fired up and. And just excited to, like you said, Nick, see the ball go through the net. Just like something that wasn't a negative play happening. Yeah, see the ball go through the net. Shoot, shoot. And you know what? Another basketball analogy, shooters keep shooting. And that's what he kept doing last night. Yeah. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Shout out to Cairo Santos. Sucks that his 39 straight field goal streak was broken on a ridiculous 65-yard attempt that yeah. the announcer thought hit the upright. But. Yeah, they sent us all off on that one. Yeah. Like, oh, he hit the upright. I'm like, damn, he did. And they show he's fucking eight yards short. <laughs> yeah, it was funny because I was like, when they said that, I'm like, because you usually hear the the, right. the clank loud. And I was like, I don't, I didn't hear any clanks, but I guess if you say it hit the upright, then I guess it hit the cross or hit the crossbar. I hit the crossbar, but. And then they showed it, and it literally <laughs> didn't even barely the hit the end zone. Yeah, hey, and and Lou Riddick, man, look, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just have to say it again. He's my guy, but man, his inability to really like criticize Matt Nagy was yeah, he was won't really, do it every time. It was something, but it's like, what's well, also this is the problem with the Bears? Well, also this is the problem with the Bears? Well, also this is the problem with the Bears? It's like, hey, man, we know Nagy's your boy, and then he's calling Bill Lazor Billy Lazor. It's like, bro, <laughs> how how plugged in are you with this? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Billy Lazor. This guy's been here for two years. I've never heard anybody call him Billy. <laughs> Ever. Yo, that's you know what I mean? Billy's yeah. like, yeah, Billy Laser over there. It's like, oh, bro, you you have you have an inability to fucking call it like it really is when it comes to Matt Nagy. Like, I don't, I don't know how close they are. Um, We know they're close because when we listen to Riddick, it's always coming. Any Bears information he has is literally Matt Nagy. Um, But, man, like. Here's the – and really quick before we get out of here, we'll close it on the, the whole Marsh situation. This is a quote from uh, Tony Carreni. He said, I saw the player after he made a big play run toward the bench area of the Steelers and posture in such a way that I felt he was taunting them. That's what he said. That was that, That's a quote from Carreni. He said, a, a, a posture in such a way I felt that he was taunting them. Listen, you got a guy on the <laughs> Yo, and I think you tweeted it too, Eli. You got a guy that's on the practice squad next week, and all of a sudden he's in yeah. Monday Night Football all, playing in Pittsburgh on, on national television, and he gets a sack and does an awesome karate kick. Yeah, let excited people be excited. Yeah, why, yeah. Why is that a penalty? Yeah, no. it's Well, this is the thing too. He Did he jog over there and look at him? He did, though. He did. I, I, I yes, will say that, yeah, but it, I don't. I still don't think that's a penalty. He was twenty-five yards. Like he, if, yeah, if he right. He didn't like something. run up to the numbers. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, and he didn't say anything. He didn't say a word. He just kind of looked over. He made a play. The yeah, refs are whack, but like the blood is on the NFL's hands because they're the ones that made this rule change yeah. and made it a point of emphasis. It's not like the refs were like, you know what, we don't like this taunting. It's like the the owners and the coaches were like, this needs to be emphasized, which is just so stupid. It's a game. Let people be excited. I know that coach you ran into on the sideline lit his ass up. Did you guys see yeah, that? The oh my yeah. god! 
was getting, hey, he was getting well, lit said, up. Mark said he didn't know it was a flag until he got yelled at. Oh my god, yeah, coach was coach was lighting his ass up. Yeah, the, hey, at least Cassius got some. He got Cassius some FaceTime though. Hey man, hey, get that. You got that photo? Shout out Cassius Marsh at the press conference too, bro. He, <laughs> hey, shout out Cassius Marsh, man. I don't know where he grew up, where he's from. Um, but I can tell you who he hung around. So shout out Cassius Marsh. <laughs> yeah, if, you no haven't seen, if, you, if you haven't seen the post game presser, Cassius Marsh just looking, you'll know what I'm talking about. Shout yeah, out, he shout got out the, Cassius Marsh. Yeah, he looked like yeah, he got the one of them. He got the fur, the fur yeah. coat, chains on. Guarantee you, he had Tim's on under all that too. <laughs> there's, there's a zero point zero chance that he didn't have Tim's on. <laughs> yeah, shout out Cassius March. At least him, him and his homies got to be on TV, and they, you sure. know, he made a play on national yeah, absolutely. TV. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, well, coming out of the bye, we got the Ravens. Um, that should be a tough one. They eked out a W against the Vikings on Sunday. So, but we're at home, so we got that. We got Lamar at the crib. That'll be fun. It might be a little chilly. You know, Lamar don't like chili. That might help a little bit. I guess he plays a ton of chili stuff, but he'd rather yeah, not. He's in Baltimore. He'd rather not, though. Yeah. He'd rather not. So we'll see. And that's uh, that's the Sunday before Thanksgiving, huh? Yeah, then they have the yeah. Lions on Thanksgiving. And then we got the Lions on Thanksgiving. More national TV. Lions. More national. More hey, they, I they, think we have four out of the next six games are on national yeah, TV for the Bears. Let's go. Give give Justin all the all the national TV vibes. I'm with it. All right, we'll leave it there, fellas. For Eli Cabron. Big Nick the Quick. I'm your host, Sean Little. No catch up. Sports Talk via Chicago. Make sure you subscribe everywhere, man. Thanks for hanging in there with our internet issues. I think everyone was having them, but we'll leave it there. No catch up. Sports Talk via Chicago. We're out of here. Bear down.